let's now get into your other expertise, which you talked a little bit earlier about neuroscience. So both in you and I know that subconscious response provides a more accurate response than a conscious response when it comes to music and sound research. So let us discuss then, why is it so important that brands understand that they now have to start investing time and money in measuring consumers' subconscious mind? And can this be, plus what you said before, try to show the clients of, okay, a, a, like an A-B testing, this is how it looks like. And then on top of that, how important I believe it is to also show the consumer's uh, emotional response to it. I mean, I think advertisers, brands, what they are always looking for is a shortcut or like an open pathway into people's emotions. And yet they've missed, you know, to some extent that music and sound is exactly that. It is the direct pathway into the human emotion. And I, I think consumers are much more savvy than they were in the past. You know, you can't lie to them like they used to. You can't prey on their insecurities like they used to. They can spot it, they, they need honesty, they can tell your intent much, much better. They can read it. And I think this is true both consciously and unconsciously. They know kind of more what's going on. So you have to approach it differently now. And emotion, is connected to reflex it leads to reflex a reflex is a it's a deep and lasting impact something that you will then be able to pull up in an instant again faster than the conscious mind can do it sound is the fastest sense of all five in terms of perception and because you're using the emotional pathway the consumer the individual becomes personally much more invested in the product they're feeling the product they're not just seeing a visual logo, they're feeling it, they're feeling what it means. And so through sound and music, we can tap into that reflexive and primal response and do it honestly, because this is a powerful tool, very powerful, not to be misused. Um, and when I say primal, that doesn't mean primitive. On the contrary, it's highly sophisticated. It's wired for as we were saying before, for surviving and for thriving. You know, if, if I throw you a ball, um, you cannot catch it with your conscious mind. Your conscious mind is like, oh, she's thrown a ball, uh, he's thrown a ball, it's coming over here, it's coming, it's probably gonna be up there, I'll raise my hand, can't do it. It has to be a reflex, boom. And only our subconscious brain can do that. And so if I was running a brand, I would, I would take that on board 1000% and realize that what I want to do is create a lasting impression. I want to create meaning. And I want to do it in a way that a person doesn't have to turn around, doesn't have to have a billboard or a television stuck right in front of their eyes in order to know which brand it is. And through sound, I can be in the kitchen cooking, but I hear that, you know, that brand's Sonic logo and I know who they are and I feel warm and fuzzy or I feel whatever, but I feel, I know, I know who it is, you know, so I think it's, it's been overlooked for certainly, um, 
But I think it's time has come for a variety of reasons that people are more attuned to the power of sound now. We're using it for, you know, for health and restoration. Everybody pretty much owns their pair of pods, whatever kind. And and so people are much more active in their selection of sounds and in the way they influence their own emotions and stuff like that. And as I said, then more savvy with what is fed to them by brands and advertisers. So um, I would consider it a gross mistake to, you know, to, to overlook the, you know, the, the enormous power that sound has to influence, you know, um, choices on the emotional level. Music